And um, hallelujah. We're so thankful for you guys being here in this morning. Um, I have a, a word to share in some minutes for you. Um, but it's important for some time in, in the spiritual um, matters in church, in special Sunday morning, because the time is always restriction and always we needed to leave this place because we rent by hours or because uh, something going on in our life. We always like in the rushing, always we want to like you running and going. And what I feel this morning, you guys know me, I, I, I speak very quickly, very, very loud sometimes. But I feel that God wants us to, uh, to give it time for him. The Bible said in, in Ecclesiastes, don't be uh, anxious to leave God's presence, like stay in his presence. And, uh, and I want to counsel you, I want to encourage you to, uh, not just in this morning, but uh, to make time for God. Uh, Sometimes we, we schedule time for many people, but we don't schedule time for God. We, we, we save our Sunday morning, but we need to schedule time for, for God. And uh, it's, I know your, your, your day is busy, and my day is busy. Sometimes I needed to wake up early morning to be able to do what I was doing. To do. We'll go to sleep fairly late to, to have the time with God, but save time for God. Save time to, to God. Don't, don't trust in your own discernment. Don't trust in your own ability. Uh, trust in God. Amen. And uh, if you spend time with God, I guarantee you uh, things will go better. Uh, the, the early father in the church, um, uh, how are these names? Um, the, they started the Protestant church. What's the, the one that started? Pro, uh, the, the, the first one that he, uh, he Ma, Mark. Martin Luther, uh, he, he, when, when he, his, if you read his biography, he decides when he has more things to do and to spend more time with God. Normally, he spends one hour with God, he said, but when his day was busy, he tried to spend two hours with God. When more things you have to do, more time you need to spend with God. And, and sometimes we're doing opposite. And when we have more things to do, we short our time with God. We, we want to be short. We want to, to be squeezy that time with God. And, and we pray that, that quickly prayer, that prayer like uh, five seconds. God bless my day. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> God will bless. But, but what about if you spend some time there and just uh, just allow I, I like in my way my wife talk with God and I learn a lot with her sometimes she one time she said to me I was talking with God and I asked God how how was his day so what you said that's a uh, ask God how was his day what? How was God's day? God's day is always as good, right? No, no, I want you to know what he's doing. And uh, it's interesting because sometimes in the prayer, we dominate the conversation. The prayer is about my needs and about what I want and about my goals for the day. But what about you go to pray and say, what's your goal for today, Lord? What are you doing today? And what's, you, what's in going on in your mind? What's going on in your plate? <laughs> I have a lot in my plate. What's going on? And, and God will tell you things about different people. And, and then you will join his work and not invite him to join your work. Uh, Sometimes we come to God. And uh, this is not my preach, but it's okay. 
I will preach that too. Uh, sometimes we come to God and we, we have a nice project and we present our project to God. Say, God, bless my project, Lord. Bless, bless my, my plan. Is, it's a good plan, Lord. Please, can you bless that? Uh, and you know, God is merciful. And the Bible said, if you give a desire of your heart. But what about if you go with the empty paper with nothing written and say, Lord, I, I don't know. I don't have a project. I don't know what you're doing about this 2019. Can you tell me what's your plan for 2019 with the clean page? And then start writing what he wants. My preaching was born from that. I was planning for 2019, and uh, I, the next week I'm not preaching. I have a pastor from, uh, from Africa who will be preaching here. Um, Zebu, I have a hard time to say his name, too. Uh, but he, he'll be a pastor from Africa, Zebufo. Uh, Zebufo, David Zebufo. He'll be preaching here ne- next Sunday. And the next we have uh, the Giving Tree and Christmas. I'll preach just 2019. And uh, I wasn't planning to preach today, actually, too. But, uh, but I was preparing for 2019. And, and, and that's God, the name, the theme for 2019. And, and I was coming with a lot of good ideas. You know, when you can have a good ideas. And, and I share with Jennifer some of my great ideas. And I said, because God is a God of unlimited. Because Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, 22 said, uh, God is able to do infinitely more than what you think, more than what you ask, according with his power, they operate in us. And I said, wow, this is a good one. And, and I remember the other one that said, I can do all things to Christ. Jesus will strengthen me, and I'm more than a conqueror. And if God's with me, who is against me? And I start declare, and I start, wow, this is 2018. And because God calls us to be in the head and not the tail, and God, we are the first, not the last. And I start declare, and this will be 2018, unlimited, more than a conqueror. And I start like, this is God. This is God. This is good, Lord. And I came to God with this excitement. This is, and this is, this is God's will. This is God's will. He wants to bless us. He wants to be us more than a conqueror. He wants us to be more than an overcomer. He is, he, that's his will. He wants his children to, to be in losing. And, and, but I come to God, and, and, uh, and I want you to put for me there First John chapter uh, 119, um, Josiah. And, and when I was meditating 2019, I want to drop a little bit of what will be in 2019 today. I started reading about, uh, God started bringing me about John Baptist. And, and, and um, the Bible said, I don't know if it's the same translate, it's John 119. I knew it was something different. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be there. We'll, 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 find, a, we'll find a way. For, uh, John, you can open your Bible too. You can turn on your cell phone. Just don't look in the Facebook, okay? Uh, the temptation is there because you're looking the Bible. Then came the notification at the top there in your cell phone. Who is that? They like my picture or don't? Then he, and you click to open. Then you lose what I'm talking, right? Don't open your cell phone there, okay? Put, uh, uh, like, when you f- go to the flight, the airplane, you put, like, uh, uh, airplane, airplane mode, okay? No notification, okay? Okay, let's come back. Now this was John's testimony. When the Jews, leaders, and Jerusalem sent priests 
and Levites to ask him who he was. The, the, the question was, who he was? Who are you? John the Baptist. John the Baptist was this guy. He was cousin of Jesus. Cousin? Cousin? Cousin of Jesus. Uh, and, and, and he was born like about three months or six months before Jesus. Six months before Jesus. And, and he was a prophet, very famous prophet. He started preach very, his preach was famous. People come from everywhere. And he started, everybody know about him. And the, the religion people start being uh, a little jealous of him. And they ask him, who are you? Let's keep going there. Verse 20. Let's see what, what, what was his answer. Verse 20. He did not fail to confess, but confessed freely, I am not the Messiah. And, and uh, it's, I, want, I want to up, talk about it's not me. And it's not about me. Okay? Can you repeat that? <laughs> it's not about me. Uh, and he said, in, and I read in different versions, he said, no, it's, it's not me. I'm not me. It's, it's, it's not about me. And, and that was his answer. Because Messiah, you guys know, the Messiah is the Savior. And uh, I don't want to talk a lot about John Baptist. I want just an introduction about him. I will talk in 2018 more about him. But John Baptist, he, he, he was so used by God that people thought that he was to be the center of the event. He was supposed to be the, the, the Messiah. To somebody be confused that could be the Messiah, this person needed to be highly, highly, high level. Uh, to the people thinking, no, probably this is the Messiah. We are waiting for the Messiah more than 2,000 years waiting for the Messiah. For the person to be perfect, this person will be perfect. This person will be anointing. This person will be son of God. This person will be unquestionable. This person will be filled with the Holy Spirit. This person will be born by God. And they start coming. Just jump up, just come and say, this is the guy. This is the man. Hmm. And uh, I don't know if you have a temptation uh, like I do. Probably you're not. But uh, sometimes we have a temptation like that to we want to feel important. We want to feel uh, in the center of the things. And uh, it's interesting because when we want to be in the center, it's very quickly God drop us from the center of the things. And especially sometimes we think we are too important. I have a, uh, several people in my life. I have a, a mother in my life uh, in Brazil. And uh, I was my, I think my 19 or 20 years old. And I started preaching, and God started using me. And people started inviting me to preach in different churches. And, and uh, I, my sister was the pastor in this church where I received Jesus in, this, uh, in the beginning with 16 years old. And then I started preaching, and people started liking my preaching. And I was everywhere, and, and I started to feel good. And I started, like, uh, people invited me, and I'm going. And I preach in the Sunday, and I preach one week. I preach Monday in one place. I preach Tuesday in another place. I preach, I preach Wednesday in another place. And I went to this other church, and the pastor wasn't there. He invited me to preach. And I preach Thursday in another church, Friday in another church, Saturday in another church, and Sunday go back to my church. I preach everywhere, every day. 
And I was my 19s, like I started feeling good, like, wow, God is really using me. And I come to this, uh, my mom after preaching our full week and hearing there and give the testimonies and telling her, God used me. And I was too excited and it started to feel good. And she said to me, if you don't come down, God will make you drop like and she, she described me. She said, I see you going to feel too important and go to a higher level. And God tell me to tell you, if you're not humble yourself, he will make you humble yourself. <laughs> so I said, what, 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 what are you talking about? I'm just preaching the gospel. I mean, I'm, I, I, and I asked her, I asked her, did you went to church today? It was a Sunday. She said, no, I did not went to church. And it was, uh, take care of, she has a kids, small kids. I'm uh, Jennifer know Clady. But by what I'm saying, probably she know this Clady. Uh, and, and said, no, I did not went to church. And I said, I went to church seven times this week. And you didn't went to church one time, and you were telling me that I need to be humble. She said, yes, I'm telling you, you need to be humble. <laughs> That's mom, right? <laughs> when you think you are too important, then somebody tells you that you're not important. And, uh, and that was one of my first lessons, to be humble. And uh, I remember I was 23, I was in the college, uh, university, and uh, they have a lot of, uh, was a study about Portuguese and English and, uh, and to be teachers, and uh, have a lot of girls, more girls than the boys. I have uh, three boys in my class, about 48 girls in my class, and it was more girls than, than the boys, and, and, and uh, they decide to have uh, one leader of the class, and this leader of the class represents all the all this student. And then with the, the training of the other class will be one supervised. And then one will be the leader of all the university will be 2,800 students. And I, I thought to myself, I want to be the leader of the class. Actually, I want to be the leader there, but I want to be the leader of the class. And I said, I said can I put my name there? I said, yes. And this other girl put her name, her name is pa- Paula. And she put her name to be the leader of the class. I put my name to be the leader of the class, and the vote come, the student come, and vote, and, and who won? Paula. <laughs> she won, and I lost. I was so, I was, in my, in my chair, thank God, I'm here in university. I want to represent you. I want to praise you. I want to bless. I want to be leader so I can influence people. Actually, I want to be important. <laughs> and, and God said to me, go there. Talk with Paula and say to her that anything she wants, anything she needs help, you'll be serving her. I said, ah, Paula? <laughs> oh, Jesus, please. <laughs> tell, me, tell me different instructions. I take some minutes, or I don't know how long minutes. I was in my chair thinking, I'm not going to talk with Paula. She won over me just a couple minutes ago. She, everybody's voting on her. She's more important than the class. And now I lost. And I need to go there and say, if you need a paper to be printed somewhere, I'll go there. If you need a paper to put in the walls, I'll go there doing it for you. Just tell me. I'll go here doing it for you. And that was my start learning about humbleness. And I, and I give up to the Holy Spirit saying, well, hey, Paula, congratulations. <laughs> <He> smile. <laughs> Force smile. Uh, congratulations, you are the leader of the class, right? Yeah, so yeah, man, they voted me, right? Yeah, I want to tell you, I, I want to help you. Anything you want, if you need anything, I will do it for you. I will help you. She said, okay, just like, thank you. She was like kind of surprised with my attitude. I was surprised too. <laughs> and, and then I, I started helping her. A couple months later, about six months later, 
they have a, a, a class, a, a, a opportunity to be now the, somebody represent all the university in uh, DC, or DC there will be Brasilia, um, like it will be Osh DC here, uh, to represent all the students, the government and the president, all the stuff. And they need to choose one of the students uh, for each one of the, not just the class, but all the, the like all the, the lawyers or all the teachers will be, Big number, and and I was then I said then then I I saw people put their names there to be I saw Paula put her names I said no no this time I'm not putting my name there <laughs> I was sit down here far away talk with my friend and say I would love to go to DC and and because they pay everything to you to go to DC know the government and learn everything I never been to to Brazil the capital would be amazing pay off everything pay 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 off but but. Paul is there. I go. I lose for. I lost for her in the class. Imagine now, it'd be worse, worse. And my friend, close to me, said, "Ah, just late. If you lose, you lose. You're not paying nothing. You just put your name there." I and she encouraged me. I said, "Okay, I'll put my name there. I put my name. I think it was uh, 10, 12 people put their names there, and uh, the final votes came was a hard number of people now." And uh, they said, we decided here the votes everybody chose, and they chose to be the representative of the, the university, to be, to be the president of the government, to be Jocelyn. And when they said, Jocelyn, I was said, they chose me? Wow! <laughs> and I went to the government, I went there. And that was early in my life. I learned, and God told me later, said, you won that position when you talk with Paula. When you want to say to her, I want to help you, that's the way you grow. And, and then the one, what God told me to share with you today is the, God wants us to be more than overcomer. God wants us to be the top. God wants to be the first. But sometimes we deceive our own teaching. Because we encourage people to be the top, to be the overcomer, to be in the first. But the Bible said, Jesus did not say that. Did Jesus did not encourage us to be the first one. Jesus did not encourage us to be the leader. Jesus did not encourage us to be in the top. What Jesus thought? Jesus said, be the last one. You need to lose your life so you can gain your life. You need to become servant so you won't be the best leader. You want to be in the top, you need to go to the bottom, wash the feet of your disciples. That's what Jesus' teaching is. If you want to be in the top, you need to be low. Low, low. It's upside down. The kingdom of God is upside down. John Baptist now has opportunity to say, yes, I am the guy. And say, no, I am not. No, I'm not. And there's another Bible verse that he talked about this. It's very, very interesting. Uh, John 3, 30. Uh, when John talked about, about Jesus, chapter 3, verse 30, he, he said this way, he must become greater and I must become less. Let's say the name for our 2019 is to become less. Is excited? 2019, the revelation of global church. This is the year of become less. That's what God told me. I'm just telling you what God told me. I, that wasn't my idea. My idea was become greater. God said, "Want become greater? You become less." My idea, I would be the leader. I said, "Go wash the feet of the people." Jesus, 
I, I did not sign up for that. When the contract, the pastor contract wasn't that. Was a pastor, you give direction for people and you be leading people and you tell people what you're doing. But we'll go to the Bible, go there, load the box of the food bank. Load the box. Oh, come on, Jesus. I'm tired. Friday is a tired day. Right? I work with your kids. They're amazing. They help me a lot. When I'm so tired, joke with them, got this bag and I motivate them because I'm tired. And they got there. They have fun. I have fun too. But that's what the Bible said. When the Bible said, be great, they are saying, David, early morning, go pick up the van and go to Tacoma and load the van with the box. That will be greater. Well, box is bread. Feed the people. That is become a leader. That is be the all of what I thought was something different. I thought it would be turn off all the lights and just put one spotlight there and be in my face. Wow. Wow, I love it is. I love it be a pastor like that. <laughs> Samuel know what is be a pastor now. I don't know if he wants to sign up for that. <laughs> He's walked with me. He said, Pastor, I don't know you work so hard, man. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, people, you need to pray for Samuel. He's doing the, the hard work now. Help me load the boxes. <laughs> that was the message for 2019. God wants you to be blessed. God wants you to be in the top. But don't think when you're washing the dish to take care of your, your family, God's not watching that. Don't think when you're taking care of your babies, God's not watching that. Don't see that as low. Don't see honor your husband as low. Don't see when you turn off the computer, the temptation came to honor your wife. Don't see as low. That's great. I remember one time I was helping my pastor and building the construction. We were building this, making this, this concrete. You say concrete for that? I was making this. We didn't have a, like the, the, the machine they're doing. The stuff of the machine, you got put stuff like was machine was my hand and my shave shavel. And I was and God visited me there. God sincerely, God visited me that place. And I was putting um, I don't know any words to say how to make that. Okay, you guys can help me please. I was make the concrete. What you used to make concrete like uh water, cement, what more? Sand, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, I, was, I, was, I was doing the mix. Yeah, thank you. You guys are amazing. I was doing the mix. You guys are pretty good. I, I was doing the mix of the concrete, and God visited me. That was uh, 2094, 96, I don't remember. I was building this church. This church is still, uh, still standing until today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God is good. My pastor is a big guy, like uh, Oscar. Big guy, like so one time I was like, he's speaking tones, and, and, and it wasn't working. <laughs> and he said, some, some, his voice very, some. I said, oh, hey, father, what, what happened? What happened, pastor? I want, just look to me a little bit. And, <laughs> and, and he was in the, put the tijolos, how the, the brakes, he was put the brakes there. It was just me, the only assistant that he has, the only uh, leader he has. I was the, the best guy because I didn't have water. Uh, uh, 
and he was hired there in, in, the, in, the, in the building. And I was there, make, but I stopped working that moment because I was just involved in speaking tones. I was just in, in, in praying. And, and he, 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 the, the, the brakes wasn't going, the cement wasn't going, and he stopped and he said, son, look to me. He said, okay, what happened? He said, just, just, let's just be quiet now. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, we was very quiet. He said, man, man of God. Uh, it was quiet. Uh, and he said, he said, look, look to the to the left, look to the side. He said, Do you see the brakes? He said, I see the brakes. <laughs> he says, Do you see the cement? I, said, I see the cement. They said, they are, mo- they are moving? <laughs> I said, no, they are not. <laughs> said, There's angel working? <laughs> No, there, there are no pastors. They are here, but they're not working. <laughs> he said, then you need to move. <laughs> you need to give me the breaks. You need to give me the seminar. That was my, that's my seminar. <laughs> I did a seminar like that. That was my seminar. Pastor, Pastor Oscar taught me what faith is. He picked his salary and bought with cement and concrete, and they have money to live. And I knew his life. I was the one assistant he has. He didn't, sorry, he didn't have money to live all the week or all the following days. And when he picked up the, I remember he has a, he has a bu- buggy, Volkswagen? Volkswagen, but he was, he was a big guy, like big guy. Big, big, like I don't know nobody he's big like him. Imagine a bigger person here other than more than what that the size he was. And he entered this bug. When he entered this bug, they were <laughs> the bigger, and we went to buy the concrete and said, "Do you receive his salary?" He bought the 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 pay, pay the money, pay what we have uh, already pick up from the store, and then we make another bill and to keep going the con- construction. And he taught about live by faith, and on Wednesday night went to Wednesday night, and uh, we didn't have a lot of people, probably about twenty, thirty people in the church in that time. And, uh, and he needed the offering to come so he can, the church could give back the, this, his salary that was coming from another organization. And I knew I was working the Volkswagen at that time. I was going to the school in that university where I was learning too. That was, I was in the university and the part-time, part-time student, part-time in the Volkswagen, part-time was assistant pastor. I was doing all that. Then uh, be busy. If you are young, be busy for God, Okay. Don't complain. Be busy for God. If you have too much time, you're in danger. The devil tempts you too much. Use your brain. Use your mind. Especially if you are under the 30 years old, you need to be busy all the time, 24 hours. Don't be and don't use your time to building God's kingdom, okay? And I did that, and I don't repent. No, no one moment. And, and he taught me how to live by faith, and God used to bring the, the money back, back to him. But going back to my first story, I mean, go back to be humble. My first story was about mixing the concrete. God visited me that day. And when God's presence came over, I was mixing the concrete. And I was mixing the concrete. God said to me, I'm seeing you. I, I'm looking on you. When I was mixing the concrete, God was saying to me, I'm seeing what you are doing. It's interesting, God did not visit me sad when I was preaching in the many churches. He said, I'm looking at you, Joseph, like, good job. You are, you are so anointed, your voice is so powerful, wow. No, I was mixed the concrete, and he visited me. He chose me when the concrete mixing. Sometimes 
when we have the temptation to feel our, we want to focus on us. And I want to call you uh, as, as your friend, as your pastor, or I don't know how you see me, but uh, as a missionary in your life, uh, to humble yourself. Humble yourself. Um, you know, probably you know Joe Austin, a uh, very famous preacher here. I was listening one time his testimony, and it uh, was very funny. He was here in Seattle. And uh, one thing he said, very interesting, he said that he learned uh, how he became a pastor. He never went to the seminar. And, uh, but his father was a kind of, he started with 100 people and 200 people. Then he has about 500. Then they have a program, TV program. And, and, uh, and Joe Wolstein was the guy doing the, the, the videos for him, edit time. Uh, all the Bible verse that he preached that he needed to put in the video, and he was putting the videos and put all the Bible verse for many, 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 many years. Later in life, when his father passed away, they, you know, nobody was able to preach, and they decided, and he said, I can preach. <laughs> Looks like his family did not believe it. he could preach, but <laughs> they said, there's no other one. <laughs> then they, they decided he should preach, and he, and he preached uh, in, in, the, in, the, in that church at the time. It wasn't too big like there are today. But he preached and he said all the Bible verse he put together in the program for his father was, he didn't know, they was preparing him. He was in the back of the light all the time and put the light in his father, the light in his father, the light in his father. Make his father look good and nobody knew that he existed. Today he going present uh, the present people about forty thousand people almost every week to preach or twenty thousand people to share his his mess for, but people don't know there is a time where you are in the back and that was the time where God chose you and uh, sometimes we are focused so much and the highlights we are focused so much if you see Facebooks Facebook is just about the highlights of your life just the good part. We don't put in the Facebook things that we don't like or things was sad. We put in the Facebook things that's nice, it's good, it's great. Our picture, we work in our picture, looks even better, right? Because we want to people see us good. We want to feel important. And and I am I need to confess my sin because I love uh, FaceTime. I, I, I love I love uh, selfie. I, I I, I need to confess my sin. You guys who see it, Pastor, you don't have authority to say nothing about that. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I do a lot of selfie pictures. And I even somebody, actually, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law gave me a stick uh, to give a picture, selfie stick. To, because uh, I, need, I, I think I need to confess my sin right now. But that's the truth. We, we, do you know as about 3 million pictures, selfie every day? Three millions pictures of self every day. <laughs> People like their self, right? <laughs> People really like their self. It's more pictures of their self than other pictures now in our days because it's about us. John Baptist was about him. And uh, I, I'm, again, I will, I'm almost going to the end of my preaching. I want to just share one more, one more Bible verse with you. The Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2, a verse. Let's start verse 3. Philippians 2, um, verse 3. Uh, I love this Bible verse here. Do not out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. 
Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in uh, loneliness and mind, let each esteem others better than ourselves. Or other verses say, you need to think the others is more important than you. Do you think the other is more important than you? Sincerely, don't answer me, please. <laughs> do you think the other person is more important than you? Why do we marriage? Marriage, the, 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 the mindset in marriage is we marriage so we can be happy, so we can fulfill our desires, our dreams. But marriage is not about you. Marriage is about the other person. If you want a blessed marriage, it's not about you. It's about how can you make the other person happy? How can you make it the, fulfill the dream of the other person? Then, then I invite you to uh, humble yourself and promote our other person. It's not, again, it's not easy, but that's what Jesus did. Um, the, the Bible said when Paul was talking about this, the verse 55 he started talking about Jesus, and I will just paraphrase, I will just say some phrase, what Jesus said. You can show there the Bible verse, start num- number 5, uh, Philippians 5, two, sorry, Philippians 2, verse 5. I will just start reading and talk about that now. But the Bible said when Jesus came uh, uh, to the earth and uh, he humbled himself, Paul gave a comes to the church that he, his, your mind be was like similar or the same of Christ Jesus. And what, how was the attitude of Christ? Jesus? Verse 6 said, who being in the form of God, he did not consider himself equal God. He came to the earth. He didn't, didn't came like to be equal God, but he humbled himself. The verse 7 said, he take the, the, the position of a servant he, in a low place. Then Jesus could be like God, but he take the human body, and that as a human body, he take the position of a servanthood. And I know I, I explained this already for you, but uh, God told me to explain again. I will, I will keep explaining until you got it. And because actually they say you need to teach 17 times the same thing for people to learn. 17 times, probably I'm in the 12 now. <laughs> and I can preach more five times the same Bible verse. Because... When you really uh, finish my phrase that you really learn, that when you can repeat what you really learn, then God became man, as a man becomes servant, as a servant he becomes obedient. Obedient is a, a position to humble yourself. The verse number um, Number seven said, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of bonded servant and coming in the likeness of man. Verse eight, being found the appearance of man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. He humbled himself to the point of obedient and obedient to death. Obedience is one way to humble yourself. Obedient. And it's hard to obey. It's, it's not easy to obey. It's, it's, it's easier to doing your own will. And obedience is more than doing things. It has the right heart in what you are doing. It's not just doing what you're supposed to do. It's doing with your heart. 
Remember the little story I told you about the child in the class, and the, the, the teacher said, everybody stand. And the, the one child, no, I'm not stand, teacher. And the, the teacher said, everybody stand. And the teacher, no. The little boy said, I'm not stand, teacher. And then the teacher came to him, you need to stand. Because everybody stand, you need to stand. And then he said, okay, okay, okay. Everybody stand, okay. I will stand too. And he stands and looked to her. But inside, I still sit. <laughs> Everybody worship Jesus. Everybody glorify Jesus. Everybody say hallelujah, hallelujah. Everybody go to church. Everybody go to church. But inside, I'm not going. <laughs> but inside, I'm not, not. You understand? That doing with your heart, that matters for God. That be humble is obedience of a heart. It's not obedience of ma physically manifestation, the external manifestation. Then be, be humble in God's presence is, a, is a follow the attitude of Jesus. What happened when they humbled themselves? Therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him a name that's above all name. Exaltation come after you humble yourself. The Bible said if you humble yourself, God in doing time will exalt you. Just humble yourself. Humble yourself in your business place. And if you are the, you're the owner, that's better opportunity to humble yourself. And if you're supervising your business, be even better opportunity to humble yourself. But if you are trying to be promoted with another friend in your business, with another friend in your own company or the company you work for, and if the other person is promoted and you are not, what is your attitude? Did you celebrate them? Did you say congratulations? Did you motivate them? Did you say, if you need any help, I'm here for you? Or do you think inside, yeah, they promote him because he's a friend of the da-da-da-da-da. What, what is in your mind? Did you want to others more important than you? That's a real deal. That's a real Christianity. Sometimes we are good in speak, but hard in live. And speak about Christianity is not too hard. It's not too hard to preach. It's more difficult to live. Be humble is to consider others better than yourself. Not just in our attitude, but with our heart. With our heart. And when you do that, when you make other people more important than you, you will fulfill the destiny God has for you quickly. Because more you are humble, suddenly God puts you in the higher place. Then you will not steal the glory of God. That's the key. God wants us to humble ourselves because when he put us in the light, high lights, when we put us in the high place, we know it's not about us. We know it's about Jesus. We know it's about to bless people. They will not steal God's glory. What the problem people steal God's glory? Because they think they conquer. They are important. When you humble yourself, then God will exalt you and you will give glory to God and not for yourself. Any aspect. There is a story, these two major, major, very rich men. Two rich men. And this, this uh, newspaper went to interview them. And uh, there was like the two more rich men in the world. And, and, and they, this guy was able to have an interview with both of them. And then this first interview, he interviewed this guy, this like a kind of the second more rich man in the world. Like very rich, has things in every nation, things everywhere. And this guy went talk with him and do the interview. And when he finished the interview, they asked him, how was the interview? He said, really, 
this guy is uh, actually this probably is more important person in the world. This is this is so wise person. He has answer for everything. He has insight. He is so wise. He make decision, make money. He has a lot of connection. This guy is amazing. Then he went to the second guy. Interview the second guy. It's a little more old person, more wise person, but was much, much, much rich. The more rich person in the world. And he went to talk with this person. When he finished the interview, he come out and people ask, how was the interview? He said, was amazing. But what was different than the other one? He said, I feel that I am the more important person in the world. <laughs> the second guy, when he interviews that, this is the more important person in the world. I guarantee he is so amazing. When he goes to the other guy, that was really the more important person in the world, he come out and said, I feel the more important person in the world. How, how, how do people feel when they leave a conversation with you? How, how, how they, uh, their spirit is? Did they feel like, wow, that guy? Wow, this is amazing, man. I love that. That how one day I hope could be at least a half what he is. Or when you talk with somebody and when you leave, the people say, wow, I didn't know God loved me so much. I didn't know I was so important. I didn't know that has gifts in my life. I never saw that guy saw gifts in me. I don't know that. I didn't know that half. How people feel when they finish the conversation with you. You are the more important person or they are the more important person. That's the test of humbleness. Is the, uh, we know in the end of the day it's out to the glory of God, right? We're not talking about that. That's, that's not questionable. That's God. I'm talking about in this level here. Let's humble ourselves and consider others better than ourselves. I learned that from my pastor in Brazil. He is leader of many, many thousands, thousands of people, many, many uh, churches and everywhere. And when people go to his church and sometimes they, they ask one another, who is the pastor here? <laughs> he look at here, he look at there. He's a normal guy. Yeah, and he is very famous. He preaches everywhere, preaches every nation, but people don't see him as the guy. Because he put Jesus as the more important person. And I think that we need to bring it to our life. Bring it to your family. Don't see what you're doing in your family as not important. And you're doing your simple work in your house. You're raising a child. When you are taking care of your neighbor. When you're loving people coming to your small group. When you're doing things and nobody's seeing. Remember, God is seeing what you're doing. And you are doing for God. And he will reward you. He will bless you for that. Just doing it with all your heart. Just doing it with all you have. All you, you have in God. Just be out. Out there. If God bring one person to you, imagine there's this one person in the world. Just speak out to that person. They're more important person in the world. Amen. God has a plan for your life. And this plan is, will be fulfilled when we learn humble ourselves in God's presence. Start by humbling God's presence and then humble to one another. Amen. Let's pray in Jesus' presence. Hallelujah, Father. Oh, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit. Father, we exalt your name, Father. We want to ask you, Lord, in this morning, Lord, to make our heart be sensitive to you, Lord. Make our heart humble ourselves to you, Lord. 
shouldn't be just about words, shouldn't be just about Sunday morning, Lord, but should be about the real life, Lord, where we humble ourselves and you're said in your word and your time, you will exalt us, Lord. Lord, help us to don't look for exaltation, but for look for humbleness, Lord, and you will rise your son and you will rise your daughter to fulfill the destiny you have for their life, Father. We declare, Lord, when we humble ourselves, when we are not a fight for ourselves, you are fighting for us, Lord. We declare, Lord, that you never lost the battle, Lord. And if you are fighting for us, Lord, we can declare we are more than a conqueror, Lord. Not because we are good, but because you are good, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Can you stand in God's presence with me? I want to finish the service, but I want you to be excited with this message. This mask can, 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 can help you, put you in the, the right pathway. I know you have dreams. I know you have desires. I know you want to see your family fulfill the destiny God has for them. I know you have a ministry. I know you have a business. I know you have a marriage. I know you're young. You have a lot of strength. You have a lot of desire to, to fulfill. You have things to be done in this world. You want to transform the world. But I want you to humble yourself in God's presence. And he will do it through you. Hallelujah. That dream God gave it to you is not to be removed. I don't want you to, to remove the dream. I don't want you to don't believe in the supernatural. No opposite. I want you to believe that. But you need to believe with Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I want to give you time for you. For you, humble yourself in God's presence. Humble yourself in God's presence. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, Father. Oh, we exalt you, Lord. We exalt you, Lord. There is no God like you, Lord. There is no God like you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, 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 Father. Yes, Father, hear the prayer of your son, Father. Hear the prayer of your daughter, Lord. Lord, I pray for you. Hear the Father's heart, the Father's prayer right now. You hear the, the Mother's prayer right now, Lord. They are praying for their children, Lord. And they cannot change their children, Lord. But right now, I declare, because you are humble in God's presence, God can change your children. God can change your husband. If you humble yourself, God will do it for you.